Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Crowned in His Glory podcast. Kim Spellman here with you today. So glad that you've um, chosen to hit that play button and find this podcast and listen in with the Holy Spirit and I today. You know, He's here with us. He's always here with us. He is the one who leads and guides us into all truth. So today, I am so very thankful that He's with us and He is going to um, speak through me, and He's going to speak to you, to your heart, to your spirit today, to encourage you, to strengthen you, to let you ladies know that you are crowned in His very glory. You are the daughter of the Most High. And um, today, I just want to just jump right in, right in. And by, before I do that, though, um, I was just reminded in my heart, um, thank you, ladies, so much for all the feedback that you have been giving me uh, about um, this podcast and what it's done for you, how it's ministered to you. I love to hear what the Lord is doing. And, you know, sometimes there's even questions that maybe arise and, you know, shoot me those as well. Um, you can get in touch with me at Spellman Ministries at gmail.com. You can also message me on Facebook or Instagram. And, um, if you have my personal information, you can get a hold of me there too. I know some of you have done that. So thank you so very much for that. Um, it really does bless me to hear how the Holy Spirit is actually touching our hearts, touching our lives. You know, He touches mine as well. A lot of times when I sit down to um, to record these podcasts, um, He ministers to me. You know, I'm the first one that, that just gets to hear it and receive from it. So um, I'm so thankful, so very thankful. And today we're going to jump right into a conversation that... I think is um, something that um, it's so prevalent right now. It's so prevalent in um, this season in which we live in, the world in which we live in. And I know that this is a precious time of year that we should be thankful, that we should be, um, we should be not only thankful in November, but we should be thankful every single day. And um, I know we are. And I know sometimes it's just a focused time to, you know, really, you know, express that that thankfulness. But I also um, know that in this time, a lot of times people will, um, they'll post things, they'll share things, there'll be things that will be said and all of a sudden, someone else will have an opinion. They may twist it. They may turn it. They may say, oh, but, you know, blah, blah, blah about it. Or they may come against what you're saying. And we live in such a um, cancel you, cancel your opinion, cancel um, culture that a lot of people... They just get so resilient, frustrated, reactive, and boom, all of a sudden they're reacting. And I want to just talk about two things about, you know, what we would say the cancel, you know, cancel you kind of um, mindset. And, um, you know... Oh, help me, Lord, get this all out the way that I want to get it out, because 
I think a lot of times we perceive that when somebody says something and we don't see what they see, we instantly think, I'm right, they're wrong. And that is not God's way. God's way is Him being right, not one or the other of a person, not, not, you say you have a family. You know, everybody's vying to be right. Then all you've got is the cancel culture in your home. You're trying to cancel each other out instead of drawing out what God's put on the inside of you. And there's two scriptures that I want to touch today in our discussion, in our conversation, because I think this is so vital because we want God to be right. And we don't ever want to assume that our opinion, our understanding, because, you know, even scripture talks about that we know in part. So even if we see a revelation in the word of God, doesn't mean that we're, we've got the all end all. Hello, all end all on something. It actually just means that we have a part and that part is revelation to us. And so when, when we're sharing that, when we're giving that, we have to keep the purity of our heart to say, this is what God's revealed to me and his way in this. Please just see his way in this, not my opinion, not my right. Um, I hope you're hearing what I'm saying today, because I think it's something that as we go into the holidays, sometimes it's very, very difficult. Holidays can be so extremely good, or they can be so extremely hard. Because a lot of times there's families that um, things are not good. There's, there is a, a vying for, um, just, you know, what, what I like to say, a posturing. It happens even in families. It happens in the body of Christ all the time. Just look at Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or, you know, just look at, you know, this person has this opinion. That person has this opinion. This person is, is speaking this. This person is speaking this. And I, let me let me just share something um, that maybe I've shared it before. I'm not sure. I know that I I have shared it in teaching. I just don't know if it was in um, this arena on a podcast. But I remember Brother Hagen telling a story, and it it was something that revolutionized me um, at Bible College. It really did because it made me. Um, mindful that um, going back to scripture, I'm just talking about that we we know in part, you know, it's God's revelation. It's His. It's we we wouldn't have anything if it wasn't through Him and for Him and from Him, you know. And so, um, and and I did say for Him. That means we were created for Him. So, um. All three of those, you know, go into play in this. But back to what Brother Hagen, Brother Hagen, he he told this story and he said, you know, you can you can see a mountain and a mountain can be before you. 
And that mountain, you know, you can climb that mountain from one side and you can know the path. You know, you like to climb that mountain. You like to get up to the top and sit on the top of that mountain and you love to pray. Now, I'm adding some of my... um my added additives to this um, illustration because I think it's you know it is worth worth looking at. So we go up a path, and that path is something that we're very familiar with. We become familiar with it because that's the path that we always go to go up to the top of the mountain. Okay, so we can tell you where we need to stop. We can tell you landmarks that so we know we're on the right path. We can tell you what tree is where. We can tell you um where when it's rocky, when it's when it's just clear, you know, path. We can tell you um there's going to be a a pretty big climb, you know, here or there's going to be some flat terrain here. I mean, if you are used to going up the trail of a mountain and you do it regularly to get to the top of the mountain, you know that trail. Now, what happens if all of a sudden one day somebody says, hey, let's go over to this path to climb up to the top of the mountain? And you go, oh, well, that's not the path I normally go. That path, I don't know that path, but, uh, you know, because I don't know it like I know the path that I go all the time. And that person says, well, you know what? Hey, I've been up this path before. I think we will do just fine. And so you decide to go with that other person up the unfamiliar path. And it's not as comfortable. It's not as familiar. You you just don't know it like you know the path that you always go up to the top of the mountain with. And so it takes you a little bit longer. It's a little bit more of a grueling, you know, hike up to the top of the mountain. But ultimately, you get to the top of the mountain and you see the beautiful top of the mountain. Now, this is what Brother Hagen used to say. You know, you may be familiar with the path. And someone else may be familiar with their path. But you know, both of those paths get you to the top of the mountain. So you may see scripture, you may have an understanding of scripture, you may have a revelation of scripture, and then all of a sudden you come in contact with someone else. Oh, a spouse. Oh, a brother or sister. Oh, a friend. Oh, another minister. Oh, another sister in Christ. And you, you... Have them take you up the path that they are familiar with. Did you get up to the top of the mountain? Yes, you did. Can you see what I'm saying about, you know, even when it comes to revelation in scripture, you can, you can understand a scripture and you can actually have different times and seasons in your life that God will take you on different paths. And the path that you always used to go, sometimes he takes you and wants you to explore a new path and you see things differently than you have always seen them because you're not on the path that you've always been. So in that, um, and I'm talking about our um, society, especially around the holidays where we want to cancel 
things. Okay. Cancel that person and what they're saying. Cancel that, that type of action. Cancel. Now, if it's, if it's contrary to the word of God and you know that it's contrary to the word of God, then you, you stay with the word of God. But if it's just, um, your opinion or it's just your preference, Sometimes God wants us to be stretched outside of our preference, and He wants us to see someone else's preference. And how do we do that? We do that by seeing things through His perception. And so here we go, because I really believe that this is um, this is something that is very, very important in this because... Um, we have such a society that wants to cancel, and God created you. You were fearfully and wonderfully made by Him. You were His masterpiece, so you can never be canceled by God. And um, you may have somebody that just wants to shut you down. You may have somebody that argues with you all the time, even on social media, even in person, but that that cancellation never comes from your creator. And, you know, he's the one that qualifies you. He's the one that um, that equips you. He's the one that gave you um, just your thumbprint and who you are. But in scripture, and I'm going to look at Luke, um, and I'm going to look at Luke 23, and I'm going to look at verse 34, because I I think this is so important and so sometimes missed for us to keep before us all the time. I mean, this is something that I even had note cards and put um, at my dressing table, you know, um, for a very long time. And, you know, I kind of rotate those things, but, um, scriptures where, where I'm, I'm just mindful. I'm meditating. I'm, I'm putting that before my eyes. And when I put it before my eyes, I'm speaking it most of the time. Whenever I have something like that, that I am meditating on, I will spend time speaking, um, about that scripture. And so here, here's what this says. It says, they said, Jesus, This is what it says. Verse 34. Then said Jesus. So this is him talking. This is him speaking. This is this is his his um you know, I mean and when we know this scripture he's he's at Calvary. I mean, he is laying down his life. He is choosing to um he's choosing in the natural to lay down his life. If, if you talk about somebody being canceled, you know, and, and that culture, that is what he is doing. He's laying down his life to be canceled so that we could walk free from being canceled. If I could say it that way. So verse 34, then said Jesus, father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Father, forgive them when they want to 
say something that's contrary to what you have put on the inside of me. Father, forgive them when they post something on social media that may be a little bit um, what I would consider, you know, loaded. (laughs) Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Because I think sometimes our freedom, our liberty has now cost someone. (laughs) Whoa. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because that was huge. Did you hear what I just said? Us wanting our freedom now says someone else's freedom has to be laid down for that to happen. And so that's what Jesus did. And and in that, he, he made it where we could walk fully in what he was giving up so that we could have But he also spoke as a great example for us. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And if we live in a place that we have eyes to see forgiveness because they don't know what they're doing. And when we live in that place from those lenses, then we position ourselves for him being right, not ourselves being right and not another being right. See, we're not competing for that rightness in the natural, in the flesh, because all we want is to have him be right. And I hope that you're hearing what I'm saying today, because I believe that it will help us navigate even the next several months, because there's a lot of opinions about a lot of things, and they're just that, opinions. But what does God want? And this is what the Lord has showed me. Number one, I haven't been on a lot of social media Um, consistently for a while. I have someone else helping me do some things. And occasionally I will go on for just a minute. Uh, And I'm not I'm not doing that um, to keep my algorithm. Someone else is doing some things daily, but I'm not doing some of that myself. Because it's just it, it can you can be pulled in especially this time of year, and with everything that is going on in our nation, in other nations of the world, it can be all-consuming. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants us to be pulled in. And yes, I am talking to you ladies, (laughs) because this is what the enemy wants. He wants us to compete. He wants us to get into all kind of strife and division because of opinions. And that's that's not his way. His way is to position ourselves and our hearts to be in a constant place 
of peace. That means we are positioned in our seat in Christ, knowing and functioning in full, true, agape love, and knowing and functioning in true authority as a believer. Those two things, his love, his authority. We walk in in that daily, consistently. So we position ourselves with the attitude and the heart of, Father, forgive them, because they really don't know what they're doing. Because I think a lot of people, if they really knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do it. They, They wouldn't position themselves. And you know, what that finds us doing and being is ones who are very slow to speak. We do a lot of listening. And when we are slow to speak, whoo, man, what freedom is there? What freedom is there? I mean, have you ever been around a, 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 like even a, a, at a family gathering, let's just say a holiday, because those are that's what we're talking about. And and you know, there's a lot of gatherings. There's a lot of times that we were you know we're dealing with with friends and with family. And there's this gathering and this party and and you know and and there's all kind of dynamics that may be in that room. And what does what do those dynamics do? You know, and what freeing. And freedom comes when we sit back and we are slow to speak and we are so observant. We see, we hear, we watch, we pray. We, we're, we're just mindful of who God is in us and who God is in others. Amen. So I want to just, because my time is like so by, I was going to try to make this um, a little bit shorter today, but that just did not happen. So praise the Lord. Um, but here's here's what I want to just close, because I really want Holy Spirit to speak to you. Uh, and and the two scriptures was, was that in Luke about Father. This is what Jesus said. He said this. He is our example. Father. Forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. They don't know it. Because I believe if they really knew what they were doing, they wouldn't have done it. How many times, even in our own lives, come on, sisters, how many of us have found our own self doing something and then all of a sudden we go, Father, forgive me. I didn't even know what I was doing in that instance. Come on. And when we live in um, that just awareness, that's the, that's the word that comes to me, that just the awareness of of living from that place, in that place, in the presence of God, knowing, positioning ourselves constantly, reminding ourselves, putting ourselves back into remembrance. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Father, forgive me. I, I really, you know, and then you go, well, sometimes I do know what I'm doing. Well, then you're responsible for doing some changing in that arena. 
And truth of the matter is, you know, that's all of us. Sometimes even the people that we're saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And you may be saying, well, but they do know what they're doing. They did it over and over and over. They know what they're doing. Well, then that's when you step back and position yourself to pray, to say, Father, help them. Help them realize and not just realize, but Holy Spirit, empower them for change. Empower them for change. Holy Spirit, work in their life. Holy Spirit, work in their life for change. You are the author and the finisher. Change. Holy Spirit, I see change. Holy Spirit, you lead them. You guide them into all truth. And see you work with heaven that way. But it's not you changing them. It's not you reacting in a in a fleshly way for change. No, it's only by the Spirit that change truly can come for any of us. We can, we, okay, Here, here's an example. We can, because we've got now the end of the year and we've got the holidays and everybody will enjoy and everybody will partake and everybody will do. And then all of a sudden come January 1, everybody will want to go do a gym membership and, and, and start a, um, the new year off with the new year's resolution of health and fitness. Okay. (laughs) That's just how, um, that, that, that's just a cycle can be a cycle of life. But if, if true change can happen, it's a consistent every single day. It's a consistent change. And so I'm not saying, please don't hear what I'm not saying. Please don't twist what I'm saying and say that I don't think that New Year's resolutions or going to the gym is, is, is something that, no, if God's speaking to you, just be obedient, but be obedient in July just as much as in January or be just, you know, be, just be obedient in October just as much as you are in March. Okay. So I'm just saying we can live a life full of, um, consistency And that consistently will help us. So let me close with this in our time, because I believe that this is the other scripture that the Lord wanted me to just put out there today for you to have. Again, these are just places my discussion with you today is just for you to go back and have a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Speak to speak, speak to your father in, through and with the help of the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, that means praying. That means taking time praying in, in, in your prayer language, ministering to the Lord and allowing the Holy Spirit to help you do the work because he's the he's the one. And that's it. I was talking about the gym for this purpose. You can do and do and do in the in the flesh and you can have all the intentions in the world in the flesh and the flesh and the flesh. But you can't do it alone in the flesh. And you can you can spend hours upon hours upon hours upon upon hours in the spirit, but then not take it to um the next step of it affecting your your natural, your flesh, then you're going to have trouble too. So it's the natural and the supernatural coming together 
those two things colliding and working together and coming together. So you see something, you've spent time in the word of God. You have, you have positioned yourself in prayer, in, 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 um, just working with heaven. And then he says, do this. Well, then boom, you have the ability then in the flesh to put your flesh under and to do. Amen. So here's, here's this, and I'm just going to leave this with you. And I just want you to take this, um, this next scripture. And I want you just to ask the Lord, how does this apply to you? And this is Isaiah and it's, um, the 60th chapter. And it's the first part. It says, arise, shine for the light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory. This is what I want you to really focus on. Shall be seen upon thee. So how, when we walk positioned from a place of humility and sacrifice unto the Lord from a position of forgiveness, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. How does that then just register? How does that then let us be seen with the glory of the Lord upon us? That's my question for you today. The glory of the Lord being seen upon thee, upon you. So I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to bring light, truth, and he's going to enlarge just this 30 minutes I've spent with you, and you're going to see the fullness of freedom and the glory of the Lord being seen upon you. 